Welcome, everybody, to the Pub Time Podcast. I have a very special guest in studio tonight. That's Brad. <laughs> Dripping Sports <laughs> Podcast. No, sir. It is. Featuring Matty Ice. Fuck no. I mean, now that's cool. I'm super excited about it, but no, it's uh, the pub is is home. The pub is home. <clears throat> but no, that's that's I'm pumped about that. That'll be fun. Be a good time. Had a good time the other night talking about college football. So, you know, if only my wife would get on board with that, right? That whole concept. Like, if, if I, maybe I could, you could have a talk with her. Like, I could hey, tell like, when I came down here, you wouldn't even make eye contact with me. You could say, hey, listen. So, Brad and I's relationship has worked because, like, I let Brad go. And if there's things I cannot give him, I let I him go, go find someone who will give Just, him those things. Yeah, facilitate <laughs> his own things. <laughs> Maybe uh, you know, see if we can work something out there. But what are you trying to work out? I don't know. That's the thing I don't even know. Some lady but down the... just in case something comes up, you know, yeah. and she's like, "Man, I don't know about that." I'd be like, "That's cool." I'll go try it out somewhere else. Yeah, just find someone who is interested in that sort of thing. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I'll just go I'm find just someone who is. Out. Let's go find someone who is interested in just having a simple conversation. <laughs> the dirt track. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you what, man. On my ride over here, uh, there's so many fucking terrible drivers. It just drives me crazy. Are, now, you, are you really as good as you think you are? Though? No, that's no. That's not it, man. That is not it at all. It sounds like that's I have it. no. I have said this to you before. I've said it to a million people in life in general. I consider myself to be like I'm a C student, okay? Like I'm we're well aware fucking average, and I just assume that if I know and understand something, that it's just like the why? Why do you hold other people to such high standards? Well, that's I'm saying. If I just assume that if I understand something, it's just the baseline necessity to exist. It's nothing extraordinary. So I just assume that everybody understands things on the very mediocre level that I do. You, and so when I encounter so many people that seem to be so goddamn stupid, it. It's terrifying. So what are you saying? Like gas is on the right, brake is on the left. Just where, where are we going with this? They what, should what enforce. So bad about listen, driving? they should enforce like slow, dangerous. Because like, driving extraordinarily slow is just as dangerous, if not more dangerous, than people that are driving twenty miles an hour over the speed limit. Like I think you have an obligation. To drive with the flow of traffic. What old lady did you... Not even old lady. What old lady did okay. you run off the road? So listen, here? I am... Uh, I decided to take a different way here than I normally do, which and is why probably my first mistake. why are you in such mistake. a big fucking hurry? I wasn't even in a hurry. I mean, I'm in a hurry because I enjoy coming here. It's a Friday. Even though this is going to be released next Thursday. That's fine. So I'm turning off of Route 6 onto Route 29 south okay at the light they have one of those extended merge lanes it's not like you're at the light you know got to find no big ass long merge lane as i'm turning into the merge lane the light turns green so that the main traffic starts flowing 
there is probably a, let's say, early 20s dude. And, well, first, I'm, I'm trying to get on it because I'm like, well, hey, I don't want to be the dick that slows these people to up. Like, maybe I can get out in front of them or I can at least slide. I'm going to blend right in with them. And so I realized that there is an, a small SUV in the right lane. And as I get up to where, like, I'm at the point where I'd want to come out, I mean, he's right next to me. And he's probably like, he, he, at this point, there's no one to the left of him. He could easily get over. But who has the right of way in that situation? Oh, he, it's my obligation to find a way to merge. Like, I agree with that. But I think that at the same time, it just seems like common sense. Like, why, if I'm that person, why would you put yourself in a situation where you could potentially cause an accident of some sort? Like, why wouldn't you either A, get over, B, just accelerate. I mean, cause we weren't, I mean, it's like, he was like, it, it was almost like you'd see out of a, an elderly person. Like I am going to accelerate as slowly as possible. And I'm going to take two miles to get up to the speed limit type of deal. Okay. Just very gradual gas, gas right whatever. Now. Gas oh, right I, now. And I get that coming down. So maybe he's just trying to keep a steady, and I'm like, steady pace. So I get there and it just, like I said, like I would think that anybody else, or anybody that has any situational awareness, you're either going to slide over. Would just know to get out of Brad's fucking no, way. Well, so not he even can that. drive as he pleases. You're either going to get Peasant. over or you're going to step on it a little bit. Did you throw something at him? No. At so, least the middle so finger? So I had to stop. Like, I basically had to hit my brakes. Then I get out behind him. What? And, and I immediately get in the left lane because there's plenty of room. And then I accelerate at the normal speed at which I would. And pass him. And as I pass him, he's just got his middle finger blasted to the wind. I'm yes, like. He got you? I'm like, I love this. I was so mad. I was so mad because I'm like, you fucking suck at driving. Like, like, I had that moment. I'm sure we've all been there where I'm like, I wanted to just like stop in the middle of the road. And beat stop, his fucking no, ass. No, and just lecture him. <laughs> just be like, what is wrong with you? Like, what do you think? Like, what did I do in that situation? Like, I wasn't like I was... You're mad about the middle finger. It, it wasn't... It was not the driving. I, I did not, like, drive aggressively. I wasn't like some asshole where, like, I got and just fucking floored it around. I'm all angry. The Nothing. Way, the way like, you're describing it, it sure sounds like that's what you did. <laughs> oh, man. And just... And it... I don't understand. Like, I'm going, like, five miles an hour over the speed limit. I'm not flying. And I'm just, like, passing people. Like, they're sitting still. I'm like, what are you people doing? It's, like, the busiest time of the day. And you're just out here moseying along. Like, you ran off the fucking road. I just don't get it. It just... I don't understand it. I feel like you really wanted to pull him over just to tell him how I big did. Of inconvenience <laughs> he was to no, you. it wasn't... It just... I... It drives me crazy when people it seem to just have no awareness of what's happening around them. Like, you know, like me with this fucking slider <laughs> that just didn't know. Oh, and I understand I'm, sound, I'm sounding like a pretentious asshole right now. I totally get that. But I don't even think I have road rage. I just think I have like people rage, life rage. Because I get so fucking annoyed with the general public regularly. And it's not, I don't really get annoyed with like people that I know. I don't really get irritated like people at work that I'm around all the time. It's complete strangers and and the general public that just drive me fucking crazy. What what about people that agree with you? 
How do you feel about There that? aren't very many of them. <laughs> but, but that's why okay. I'm used to they're it. Okay. I mean, it's oh gosh, what just people that have no again, no awareness like of anything that's happening around them, just oblivious. It drives me nuts. And like we were at the when we went to Florida a couple weeks ago, we're at the airport and there's a husband and wife and their couple of little kids in front of us. And they seem like nice people. Um, but there's not really much of a line to get through TSA. But they, and maybe it was, I don't know, but it didn't, they didn't strike me as this was their first time doing something like this. But it was just the biggest clusterfuck ever. And at that moment in time, they became <laughs> my the most enemy. horrible motherfuckers you've ever I'm met. I'm just in your like. Life. I'm like the guy's like like I mean, oh I gotta take my shoes off. Oh, and like then he gets up there. The next thing you know, he's like, oh I gotta separate my shit now in like four different bins. And Which I had, put the like, fucking shampoo in the box. He had his stuff in like one bin, so there was space on the counter. So I have a bin. I got my shit up there. I start separating shit. Then he realizes the guy's like, you need to separate some of that stuff. So he's like, oh okay. So he goes to move his, but basically shoves my shit right off so he can make room to put his bins on. I mean, he's just oblivious to anything happening or anyone else around him. Who is, who is going through first? Uh, well, his wife this and an, kids this, like went through this first is another, or whatever. This is another time where he had right of way. <laughs> it was now you're upset by it. I get frustrated with people who don't have a sense of urgency. For Brad. In moments where it seems appropriate, where you're... What? Behavior is impacting other people. When your behavior is impacting the rolling of the red carpet, (laughs) Brad (laughs) becomes really fucking annoyed with you. Allow me to merge. Allow me to get through TSA first. I didn't want to go first. I just wanted to go at like a normal fucking rate of speed. Like it just, it was. You couldn't even give the guy elbow room to get. He needs multiple bins now. I would see your shampoo fit into one bin. He needs multiple bins. You just I needed one bin. Him. I had my bag. I needed one bin for my shoes, my hat, my wallet, my phone, whatever. There you go. You're That's going it. for a couple of days. He was going for two weeks. Maybe I don't. And you know. wouldn't allow him to get his bins up there. Didn't seem like a bad guy. Okay, but I was getting super. We're irritated. talking about you right now. We're not talking about Paul. Just did he I get don't. pulled to the side? TSA. No. No. So he wasn't keister. Well, then my thing. wife, my wife, you know, she's like, I'm like, hey, like, you might want to get your little like toiletry bag out of your suitcase. She's like, wow, do you think I have to? I'm like, well, yeah, I'm like, you could either do it now or they're going to make you do it up there in turn where everyone fucking behind you is going to be irritated. Like Jesus fucking Christ, amateur, like is, get your fucking is, toiletry is bag this, out. Is this what traveling with you is <laughs> so like? I, I, I don't want to go. <laughs> I get. I don't want to go. I get through with no issues. And then I turn around, I start like get my shit turned around, and what 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 do I fucking see? On the still on the opposite side of the metal detector, my wife is opening her suitcase to take out her toiletry bag because TSA man said so. It's like, you know what? Fucking fuck TSA man. (laughs) What has he ever stopped? Tried it. Oh come on, you know damn well you're the same. You are the same person. You are the same person. How often do you sit there? I've heard you tell people stuff. Illegal. Nine ounces of shampoo. Illegal. But I've seen you. I've seen you specifically with your wife say things like, "Hey, you better not do this. You better do that." She doesn't listen. 
it ends up being an unfortunate situation, and you're like, I tried to fucking tell you. Like, seen oh, this. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Why does nobody tell me that shit before it happens? Oh, people try. Why didn't you just slow down when you're emerging today, Brad? I did eventually because I had to. Why don't you just slow down more? I was trying to like. This Dude, all could have been I, Honestly, my goal was to not fuck up what they were trying to do. You probably, but this guy was just on his own little deal, like oblivious to anyone else. You ruined his day. He <sighs> had to tell you, fuck off. You ruined his day. He's probably mad right now. I hope he's still. mad. I hope he's mad. I hope he is as mad as I am. He deserves to be as mad as I am right now. <laughs> I hope it ruined his day. He's wondering who that asshole in that red pickup was. Probably. But my thing is, if you're going to flip me off, have the fucking balls to look me in the eye when you do it. He just is just looking straight ahead with the little pussy finger on the window. He's trying to be safe. He's keeping you know? his eyes on the road, giving you no. the bird. If I flip somebody off, I want them to know I'm not doing it on accident. Do you lick your finger first <laughs> no, before you give it I to want them, them no? to know that I'm talking to them. Fuck you. <laughs> like... The older you get, it's not going to be the middle <laughs> like, finger. It's going to be just the, the index. You're shaking it at him. Uh, Little whippersnapper. I started throw, rolling down the window to throw some sign language back so he could definitely see it. As I rolled it down, I'm like, took off. no, don't be that guy. Just sit here and stew in your own old man misery and go on with your day. <laughs> so that's what I did. It's ridiculous. <laughs> what happened? To uh, the, what happened to the old? Dad? And then I go to get on the bridge, and it's just standstill traffic. And I'm like, okay, there must be some. And there is construction because they're building they're the new paving, bridge. No, they're paving the road. But I'm like, there must be something going on. I sat in that same fucking line today, and guess yeah. what? Didn't bother me a bit. But there wasn't shit going on. By the time I got over, there was nothing happening. Single single lane. There wasn't, no. There was two lanes open the whole way. Oh, then they finished paving it. And I'm like, what? And this happens to me when we travel sometimes. You'll get on the road. Next thing you know, like, traffic's coming to a stop on the interstate. And you're like, oh, it must be an accident or whatever. And it's like, you get up there. There's no fucking accident. It's just some asshole like that guy that wouldn't get over that fucking it up for everybody else. And it just causes this domino effect. Or it's the asshole that had to go from right to left just to go right again to take the exit, slowing everybody down because he's not in the proper lane. What are you talking about? When you merged down by the roller rink, you went from right to left. And then I imagine eventually, being as you follow all the rules of the road, your ass got back in the right-hand lane, correct? Yeah, but I was moving faster than anybody else around me. There you go. See, if, but then I got mad because there was if, a fucking pickup truck that fucking cut me another red pickup that cut me off driving like a fucking maniac. And I'm like, so then I'm mad at the guy driving too slow. Then I'm mad at the guy driving too fast. You're just gonna have to have multiple conversations <laughs> with people. Ah, oh, man, I, I I do. I let shit like that get to me all the time. Can you all just time. can you be the good in this world? It's like, you know, so honestly, this takes another five for five because there's a guy I see every morning. He takes basically the same route to work that I take, and he drives a red Jeep. And it just, it, I've always been annoyed by, uh, so by, we'll call them Jeeple, Jeep people. Okay, I don't get it. I think if like a woman's into it, it's like maybe cute in a weird way, but like men being, I, I just for some reason I find it annoying. So anyways, this guy 
drives his red Jeep. He's got the doors off, the top off, whatever. Of course, he's got the wide fucking tires. Um, he's got some goofy fucking graphics on the side of it, everything else. And he drives 90 miles an hour. Um, and he acts like he, everybody is just in his way, um, his whole way to work. I mean, I literally see him every day. The fucking sounds like you. <laughs> and, you just listen to you give that same speech for 15 and, minutes. And I'm just like, this fucking Jeep guy. And he's bald. And he's got, he just looks like he's pissed off at the world. He's got the double earrings, though, earring in each ear. And then I see him as he passes me, finally gets over. And he's got his, like, left leg, like, hanging out the door. So, of course, he's got to hang his fucking leg out the door. Like, cool fucking Jeep guy. And he's probably waving to every other loser fucking Jeep person that drives by him like those idiots do. It drives me crazy. Dead. Dead giveaway, double earrings, both ears. That <laughs> right? man gives great head <laughs> in said Jeep. Um, and then the only thing that makes a Jeep worse is if they got one of them stupid fucking stickers on the windshield that said that's upside down that says, if you can read this, flip me over. And that Jeep probably hasn't seen a fucking drop of mud or anything ever. Ah, those people, man. So, yeah. I want to do a that's five number, for five. Man, that's your number five. That's I want to do a four. five for five on groups of people who like identify with their obsession or whatever that they, there's like a cult following for something. And they, these people are, um, extraordinarily obnoxious. Go ahead. You already so, gave everybody your number five. There's one. Yeah. What's that might be my number one. Don't do that. Stop. Oh, you, stop. Doing, I just want to make something I clear. Never you that. were the first one that ever did that. For what? Probably for porn starts just because I no, couldn't wait to get it that. out. This is back in the day. You went one to five. I couldn't wait to get it out. Not that anyone would have noticed at this point, but Dick's not with us <laughs> today. <laughs> um, I understand that you would have not Dick. noticed otherwise. We could have just said Dick and Dayton's here. We're going to have to sing happy birthday to him later. <laughs> yeah, it's Dick's birthday. He's uh, right there at Chuck E. Cheese. champion of the world. Yeah, cruiserweight champion there at Chuck E. Cheese right now. He's probably playing some fucking skee ball. Hopefully, on. I hope he showed up about twelve modelos in, Getting so he can be raped by that large rodent, escorted out by the gorilla that plays the keyboard, or <laughs> whatever it Does is. It might, it might actually. That's that's not bad. All right, um, what's your number four? Okay. I feel like you're just offended by so many people. Oh, I really am. Honestly, it's absurd. Uh. I think number four, super woke people. Okay. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have things that you believe in that you like advocate for or whatever. Um, but I feel like super that those are the people who are like offended on the behalf of other people that they probably don't even know one. Right. Like we talk about this with, things like the Redskins and stuff and they forcing name changes. And it's usually not a native American that has an issue with this. It's some white person that probably has never met an Indian in their life. That Indian is not the proper term <laughs> that wants to all of us, you know, that tells everyone else that it's offensive or whatever. Can you just say indigenous indigenous peoples first nation, but I don't, it just seems crazy. Um, just this, the super wokeness, like I said, I have no problem 
you know, if people, you know, want to call out injustice in different areas, but I, I feel like there's people who like make a living or base their life around that. Um, let's see. Loud vehicle people. Like I there's a time and a place. Intentionally loud? Yes. Or like intentionally I lost loud. My no, intention not no, not your fucking back. hoopty that <laughs> doesn't have a muffler on it. No. Uh you're you know Fuck, you are getting more gray as this show <laughs> I as know. This show goes I'm on. I'm telling you, people, like, I get, th- like, there's a time and a place for that sort of thing. I'm not saying that there haven't been moments where I'm like, oh, man, that, that thing sounds really cool. Like, I think it sounds, if, if you hear, like, you got a truck are, that's are got you talking like up, the rice burners? They turn it on, and you, you hear that, like, growl. Yeah. It's like that's fucking awesome. I, I'm but getting like, a boner. You just described. But I'm it like, you know, guy that's pulling out of a parking lot in a busy area, or whatever residential area, or this if, or that. If it's got it under the just hood. I'm wrapping that motherfucker out lay into every it. Time. You know, like everybody else is just as excited about it as he is. Type of thing. I I had a bright banana Nova for like two weeks. When I was 17, I really thought for some reason I was going to be able to purchase this thing and keep it with me, souped up, cam, tubbed out in the back, you know, slicks on it, and I fucking did the exact same thing. Every <laughs> corner we're barking tires, you sitting at the light, I'm fucking looking this way, looking this way, anybody want a piece? So I get it. I, I am way off board right. on this one. And and I've had this conversation with buddy of mine that's into his boat and I went through whole exhaust because it's loud and I'm like does it make the boat run any better well no but it sounds awesome like to who you like I don't want to sell this boat and listen that fucking shit all day which yeah sure I don't have to you tell my happy ass stay home then that's fine but like I I don't I just don't get it it's not he said time or place but like you know and not my thing so that's three, three pe- groups of people I've alienated. By the end of this five, I want to basically have alienated everyone. Doubtful, uh, <laughs> very doubtful. Um, <clears throat> oh goodness gracious! Craft beer guy. We've kind of talked about this before. Yeah, you're craft beer guy. Soy boy. Soy boys, man bun. Strictly IPA guy. Yeah, like. Frown, you know, turn, you know, they drink their beer with their pinky out and, you know, they turn their nose up at a bush light or whatever. Probably put that pinky a lot of other places. Probably. Well, hey, never underestimate the value of a well-placed pinky. Touche. Um, and then I did, 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 uh, who's your number one? It's not the Jeep guy. Don't oh, tell me you man, went reverse. I, feel like I know there's Jeep-able. so many other people out there. I feel like it's, it's Jeep. People, really chapping your fucking ass right there. Dude, they're really, <laughs> there really are a lot of people. I feel like as we keep talking, this groups of people are going to I'm going to have to create some people to alienate. There's plenty <laughs> of people I hate. I'll tell you that right now. And I'm not even going to say dislike. There's people out there that I seriously, I, uh, I, I question the fact that you breathe the same air. But, um, you know, what about like, and th- these really aren't people who identify with their obsession. I've kind of gone off the rails and like Jeep people are maybe like the only ones that kind of fit that hey, category. This was your five for five. But Don't I know. you dare s- stray. But stupid people who are not aware that they are stupid. 
That's not an obsession. <laughs> like I know, but I'm saying, uh, okay. Let me see if I can do better than that. Um, pick a specific group of stupid people. Okay, no, I'll do it right now. Okay, and this is something I enjoy, but super, super fans, super sports fans, like obsessed playing. Like the guy Matty Ice was talking about, the playing thirty fantasy leagues. Um, go to the like like super sports fan that shows up in their listen, jersey at listen, the NFL draft listen. and boos he when knows, the team he knows more than you when the team picks. That's my point. Their life revolves around it. Like I don't have time to know more than what I know. Like I don't. Like I wish I was a little more in tune than what I am. But like I don't know where these people how they get anything else done. Like. They they know everybody's forty time. They know what their bench press is. They know how many uh, tackles for loss they had in their junior year of high school. Like, it just it's absolutely nuts. Like you know these people. You have met people like this. You've seen these people. They're plastered all over TV every Sunday. But like I said, the ones that stick out to me are the degenerates that show up to the NFL draft. Like I said, in their jersey, booing when their team picks whoever in the seventh round, like anybody gives a shit. Like I just, you you hate hate these people. I can feel it. And they're, they're always delusional. When we talk about delusional fans, like there are very, there are a lot of average delusional fans, but these people are on a different level. I mean, right now there are a group of people. Okay probably sitting out in a tent at Jacksonville Jaguars training camp who are sitting around in their Trevor Lawrence jerseys talking about how this is the year. And they've probably got their schedule mapped out, and they're like, oh, we're going to be 15-2 and since they're playing 17 games now. 15-2 and this year. But those those same fans (laughs) watched uh, old Marky Mark almost get her done. The old lefty. Burley. Yeah, but Brunel, uh, Brunel. Brunel. Was it Brunel? Brunel. Mark Brunel. Burl, yeah. Yeah, he ended was up playing it? for his skins, too. But but the bet's a long time ago. Hey, never dies. Passion. <laughs> I mean, or whatever. The love of the game. What? Okay, There's the, the same thing is happening in every NFL city, though, around the country. Who is that? Th- I was thinking the pitcher from the White Sox. Mark Burley? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, I got them mixed up, but. Uh. Yeah, I just, and I love sports. I think sports just are really that cool. Much, huh? I think it, it it's like a, I'm going to steal a fucking line from a sports movie that a lot of people don't like. Uh, but Fever, fever Pitch, Jimmy it. Fallon. Nobody watches that. He, But he has a line in that movie He's when he talks about, because he's obsessed with the Red Sox. And, you know, so basically the movie was made about Matty Ice. But anyways, he he has a line in there where he says something like, it's, it's like it's good to care so much about something that you have no control over, like in a way to to invest to invest your emotions in something that you have no control over. And so that I do like that in a sense. It is it is fun to kind of get uh, emotionally invested to on a healthy level into something that like you don't have any control of the outcome of, you know, and stuff like that. But those guys, I mean, you know, these people, man, they're populating basements across the country i'm ready to go 
Let's go. I'm fucking fired up. Number five, <laughs> me. Mar- marathon people. Okay. One leg, two leg. Just know when I pull up behind you and I see the 15.1, the 6.4, the 7.2, that I want to run your fucking ass off the side of the road. <laughs> Have you seen the ones that say 0.0? That's me. That's me. I love it. I think it. those are great. Running is not a fucking sport. It's a hobby. And it's a shitty it's exercise. hobby. I hate it. I hate everything about it. Uh, number four, vegans. I I I dislike you. With I every, thought about putting that on my list, but I'm like, ounce of my being. I'm like, I don't really care. The the first time, it's you, like being gay. Be gay, just don't make me be gay. That's how I feel about it. Like, yeah, hey, do you like, love, be a vegan? Love, just don't just don't be a be pissed if I sit here and throw down a yeah, big steak. You love peckers and little puss. I don't. That's great. Sounds great. I'm not trading teams. But yes, totally agree. If you prefer to tell me that this was made with this instead of that, and that's fine. Just fucking keep it to yourself. Uh, number three, I'm going to go uh, bluegrass, hippie fest people, like summer camp people. The great unwashed. That try to tell you how good that fucking music is. If I'm not as high as you are, that music ain't worth a fuck. Do you think that I'm that, trying. I know what you're talking about. And I can't do, you, do it. That music the is... The Mo, the Umphreys McGee, I can't do it. It's like the that music is... It's like being around drunk people when you're sober. If you're not drunk, you fucking hate being around drunk people. If you're not tripping on fucking LSD or whatever else, like... Yes, give me some, please. You're not... Oh, I am, I am... I am fucking... I cannot stand drunk people when I'm not drunk. That is... I fucking, I hate everything about it. Everything about it. Um, number two, and I really don't know how to word this. Uh, the one up or the people that always want to show you the shit they have. I fucking hate that. You or, know, or if tell you, you how much nice, they paid for all of it. Fuck. <laughs> could care less, man. That's, oh my God, right. those people. It's like, as soon as you say that in the back of my mind, I'm just... You have no yeah. clue. The, the one-upper is a good one. Are people like, I I knew... You have this. I've got a person better. like this. Like, Fuck. If, you, if your back was hurting, his back is broken. Like, if if you had... Like, man, I got like three hours of sleep last night. I didn't sleep at all. Like, whatever it is, like, you got going on, like, he it happened to him worse. It's... Uh, he had it worse in every way, shape, or form. Like... Okay, and then my my number one... And it's getting worse as I get older because I used some of these people I used to be pretty friendly with, and some of them have unfortunate stories. The older I get, I feel like they're unfortunate stories themselves, and that's homeless people, crackheads, crackheads specifically, mostly homeless people, but crackheads, because every morning now, four thirty in the morning. I, I get to park down by the nicest river walk in Peoria and it's littered with trash and but almost every fucking morning I get someone need a cigarette, need a dollar, need of this, need of that. I fucking I hate it. And they they, oh, with they the passion. Act- it's the same motherfucker. Like I've told you thirty five times. Get the fuck out of my face. It is 4.30 in the morning. 
You're lucky I'll bury this fucking hammer right in your forehead. Leave me <laughs> the fuck alone. Do you address them like that? Do you, There's you just... one guy, he don't ask no more. Yeah. But, oh, God, man, I just, and I hate to be a dick, yes, I know. But, but fuck. The just... fact that, and this, it's so tough because I've never been in that situation. So you don't know, I guess. Let's, let's spin but... off. Let's spin off for a second. How do you think someone ends up in a situation like that? Usually their own terrible choices. I mean, yeah. I understand there are probably situations where and we're, we're gonna you get, have we're a gonna... series of unfortunate events that put you in a really bad spot. But, like, you have to be the type of person. Now, either you have your family's completely dead, you're estranged from your family somehow, or they live on the other side of the fucking world. But other than one of those things, you have had to have burned every fucking bridge in your life to not have a friend or a family member to let you sleep on their fucking couch and and help you out until you get on your feet. You know Obviously, what I mean? at some point in time, you've shit on those people. That's what I'm well. saying. Yeah. Like you've you've had to have been such a piece of shit that you've burned every bridge you've ever had, where there's so of people who would or could help you that has put you in this situation. I mean, now I I totally understand there are veterans and people like that that maybe got put into that place. And right. there, was, there was an old man I used to, I was boys with Kenny. And he had a very unfortunate story, but he, I think he also knew deep down somewhere he fucked up along the way. Sure. But you know, this happened, but now you've been given opportunities to better yourself, but you're okay with this. You know right. what I mean? It's like, and that's part of it is at some point you've made the choice that you're going to accept that yeah, because I'm, there are a lot of... Th- They could do more, I'm not saying. But I feel like there are plenty of things in place to help someone who's motivated get on track. Right. Um, And and I think... But it's going to take effort and shit from those people. And I'm going to piss off at least 50% of the people listening right now. But addiction to me, it's not a... You know, they're like... uh, You know, a drug addiction is no different than... Uh, you know, maybe cancer, you know, a lot of people like obesity. No, I, I really, I didn't choose to get cancer. Right. You know, but, and maybe there are some things like, I guess if you had a fucking thyroid problem, maybe obesity is kind of a whatever, but those are conscious decisions you've made. Yeah. And I, I, I don't buy into it that you can't beat addiction. You know what I mean? Like you, it's, you you've chosen to just be okay with this is the norm. You know what I mean? This, yes. This is what I do no, now. And that's just it. And everybody wants to get, you know, they everyone beats around the bush and they want to try to be warm and fuzzy about it and not hurt anyone's feelings. But pretty much everything you have or don't have in your life right now is a result of a conscious choice that you've made at some point in time, or is a combo, you know, the culmination of multiple choices and decisions that, and you've, that you have made. I, I'm also a big karma guy, you know? So like you said, if you shit on everybody and burn every bridge you have, you don't have much right. good coming back towards you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like you talked about obesity, like I'm overweight. I know exactly. I know exactly what to do to change that. Um, I've had brief stints of success in the past. But what it comes down to is this, you could say, 
the sad or stark reality that like uh, obviously to this point in time it's never been important enough to me to fucking do something about it like it's not anybody else's fault other than it's never been enough of a priority to me to take action to change it and it that's the case in a lot of these other situations is okay sure you may you may hate the fact that you're a crackhead and you know they want to compare drugs i mean fucking unhealthy foods the same way the food we eat is chemically engineered to make you want to eat as much of it as fucking possible uh you know f- sugar is just as much of a drug as fucking cocaine oh shit and doesn't smell the same though. <laughs> and and this is weird because i'm a huge propo- proponent of cocaine i will tell you that right now <laughs> I, I tell everybody that. <clears throat> My old lady, she gets so pissed when I talk about it, but I'm like, you've never tried. Right. And if you did, like... I have not. I see it. Right. I could see how a motherfucker just go off the deep end. But you got to have something inside. Like, right. pride is a real thing, you know what I mean? And I know there's people out there like, you've never you've never seen what addiction does to... I'm like, no, I've fucking seen no. it. Well, in most cases, though... But you're 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 battling multiple things. The addiction isn't the issue. You might have some mental health issues. Right. And you're just covering that up with the addiction. So the addiction itself, I don't think, is, uh, like I said, that's not the health Well, concern. it may be started as a coping mechanism or whatever, but I guarantee you in the overwhelming majority of cases, no one held a gun to your head and said, pick up that crack pipe now. Smoke that shit. You know what I mean? Like, you made that choice. Like, you opened the fucking door. Um. You have to accept responsibility for that. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't chemical things at play with addiction and whatever mental health situation that may be tied to it, but you have to accept your role in in the process. And I, that's why I think the problem is, is too many people, like the ones you're describing, have let themselves off the hook. Oh, and they want to blame time. everybody else. And maybe part of it is, is because the burden is so overwhelming that it's, it, it's impossible for them to accept the truth without basically imploding because sometimes it's a lot to be like, God damn, I am a giant piece of shit. <laughs> like, oh, and, yeah. and, you know, to, to really sit there and, and process all that and accept it. It's a lot easier to point the finger and blame, blame Every, the government else. or society or whoever. Um, or it's hereditary, you know, yeah. it's like, uh, come no, on and you and I are a lot on the same page. That shit is like you, you can, you have control over the decisions and the choices that you make. And and I get that there are elements at play that can impact that, but at the end of the day, like where you are in your life is the result of all the choices and decisions that you have made up to that point. Um. That's the way I feel about it. Thank you for agreeing. <laughs> I do. I agree completely with that. Yeah, but lately they really been fuck. They've been on my shit, and I'm dad's ready to lose it. I I try to be I try to be nice, and it's like, listen, motherfucker, this is the fourth time this week I've told you no. Like, get the f-. and I don't know how to, a way to say this without being offensive. There's one. There's one man that doesn't. He really doesn't appear to me until he's right next to my window. 
I, it's pitch <laughs> right. black. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? And this cat's coming out of nowhere. And you almost, sometimes you want to be like, listen, bud, this ain't really the place to be walking around fucking around like that. Right. Like, so they just walk up to your truck or you'll be sitting there or what? Are oh. you out, be out working that early? No, we're getting, just like, getting ready to walk in. Like, right. But you got to walk across the fucking behind that riverfront museum and shit right. across the street to this parking deck. and So they start hitting this, you up when you're 4.30 in the morning. Getting, yeah, so on your you're way park- in, leave me the fuck. I've been up for maybe an hour. I barely had some coffee and took a shit. Leave me alone. I will cut you. This this be the last fucking crack rock you smoke, I promise. <laughs> Leave me alone. Go out to lunch. Sit in your truck, car, whatever the case may be. Here they come again. It's like fuck. They come up find they literally like come do. up and knock on your window? Not anymore. But they would? No, they'll they'll like stand out in front of your vehicle. You know what I mean? Just, Serious? Like just staring just at Just stare you. at you. Wait till like oh hey. You ignore. Fuck no, half time I act like I don't even see him. <laughs> Like I said, that's where a one old boy pops up next to my window. And I'm like, you got to knock that shit off now. Big issue. Jesus, man. My my fight or flight's going to kick in one of these mornings. Yeah. I I wonder, is it, is, do you think it's as bad in the winter? I no. doubt it. No, fuck. Probably got to thaw a couple of them out. We, uh. In my previous place of employment, we had some business we would do at the bus station down there, and it was like you had to keep your fucking head on swivel, man. So, like, I'm, I'm today. I get off work early, went and had some lunch, went down to Katrina's again, uh, Cantina, delicious. You should try it sometime. I go to the bank, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna swing by the Swingers World, Lovers Lane. But you can't because you have to battle 35 homeless people to go and find something nice for you and the old lady. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that place. I'm going to keep driving because the back parking lot. Yeah. Hobo fuck shack. That is all that's going on back there. <laughs> yes. And it's like, fuck this. No, I know. Exactly Worst goddamn place about. for that thing to be. I always I feel bad for big owls. Why would why of all places would you built there? That's the worst goddamn place you could have built that. I thing. think maybe they thought they were by the, the Civic Center and you'd catch people after games, concerts, whatever. They were really but, goddamn close to the Civic Center yeah, originally in true. a much better venue. Right. I did like the old one more than the new one for sure. I mean, the new one's nice, but the old one just had character. It's a fucking Morton building. Yeah, basically. I've never, I'm, I've never had titties in my face in a Morton building, ever. <laughs> I, I'd love to change that. But... Um, no, it's bad down there. I with the bus station. I I just if I ever had to go down there or whatever, any of my employees did, I'd be like, go early, don't wait till the end of your day. Don't wait till everybody's there. at work. Go early. <laughs> um, oh man, it, it's just the shit you'd see down there, and oh gosh, it's just unbelievable, unbelievable. Sad, really. It's sad. Uh, I'm not even trying to make fun of these people, but it's just. It's sad. I can, and we're, this isn't even a big city. I mean, I'm talking what? Maybe, maybe a hundred and fifteen thousand people. Yeah, maybe probably. you know somewhere I mean, right in around there. Very mid-sized city, and I just—I mean, and we've all been to big cities. It's but I just imagine you get into some of those places, you know, a bus station in Chicago or St. Louis, Indianapolis, wherever Detroit. That just—it's got to be fucking terrifying. 
I'm, I'm imagine it's fucking San Francisco. You just walk up and down the road. There's right dense people shit in the middle of the road. Like fuck. Plus, I've seen a couple of videos on TikTok. That's where I get all my news of Philadelphia. There's a spot in Philadelphia where they're all fucking junkies, and it's like it looks like Skid a row. casting. It looks like a casting for The Walking Dead. This guy's I've walking down this, yeah. show and it's like, holy yeah. fuck, man. What no, is I've that? Seen that? For sure. People just, uh, you know. Yeah, and it's like, how do you, and it's just crazy because it's like, when you see that person, and to try to sit there and think, that's someone's son or daughter. Like. Mother, th- father. Yeah. Yeah. They were, but I mean, like. Maybe we're a productive part of society. How did they get yeah. here? It's just so crazy. And I'm not going to say whatever. You have the choice to do what you want. But I also have the choice to call you out on your bullshit. Drugs, I think, should be legal across the board. Anything. I don't care. You take it too far, that's on you. Right. I I feel like the criminal aspect of it is what's kind of spun it where it is. You know what I mean? Maybe so. I feel like you take the reins off that shit. You know, and Joe Rogan, to kind of play back on last week, we talked about uh, Brittany being locked up in Russia. And our president comes out and talks about, you know, she's being held on, you know, it's unjustifiable and blah, blah, blah. Tell me how many thousands of fucking people are locked up in the United States right now for that same marijuana, for that same plant. No, and that's a good point. I saw that. Did you send that out or what? Maybe I saw it on my own. Yeah. But yeah, he was like, His statement you know, on it. It's like thousands fuck. of people, perfect, hundreds of thousands of people locked up in prisons in our country for marijuana charges, and they're no fucking different, you know. Just because she happens to be a good basketball player, you know. I mean, I I don't know. Bullshit. It is. It is. So you know, kind of what we were talking about there with some of uh, the the undesirables of society. <laughs> that's not a good transition into this because that's going to sound terrible. You're not talking <laughs> about my amigos. No, I'm not talking Me about amigos? No, I don't mean them at all. I mean the other part of that story. But uh, So you had a, a, a fun afternoon or evening yesterday after work, right? A little, so, little Mexican happy hour. So I, I stopped at Circle K, right? And the traffic there is fucked. And I tried to just pull out of Circle K and hit the light. And turn there. Basically impossible at four thirty, five yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. So I So knew. at this point were you planning on just getting some beers and going home? I already had I had I had two forties sitting in my truck ready for next Tuesday. Edward Forty hands. And I pull through. One guy's cool enough. He doesn't block the spot so you can get out. I get out and I'm in the right hand lane. I end up going down camp. And as I'm coming down, I pass the junior high. I'm going past the Super 8, and I see my boy Umberto get out of his truck. And we lock eyes. He's got two cases of beer in his hand. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm (laughs) hitting the brakes. Pull in. He's like, come on, come on. I go park on the other side. They're all sitting under the tree, all fucking 14 of them. And one thing was... One thing that was really cool, which I've noticed this before, even like with the 
company I work for, you couldn't put 14 of them in one place and they all get along. Right. You know, or kind of hold up their end of the bargain, like work together on everything. No bitching, no whining, no nothing. So we go and sit down. It sits down the two cases of beer. One guy shows up. He has a fucking like bushel bag full of pistachios. Like <laughs> everything just gets set out in the middle. You know what I mean? And anybody wants a bottle of tequila, they just all shared everything. Right. You know what I mean? Nobody was like, hey, that's mine. You know what I mean? It's just, it was str- not strange. It shouldn't be strange. Right. You know what Which I mean? It's just not super common for us. Right. For them, this is Tuesday. You right. You know what I mean? So we put down like 70 some beers in like two, two and a half hours. Well, halfway through the happy hour, a fine resident of uh, Eastern Peoria <laughs> comes walking down the Black Trail looking for. I can't remember what she said the first time. But then she needed a charger for a dab pen. She needed something else. And my boy Ernesto is trying to help her find all the things she's looking for. <laughs> yeah. Gives her a couple beers. You know what I mean? And so they disappear. I'm looking around like, where'd fucking Ernesto go? And the girl with the scab knees. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you know, don't fuck, he wouldn't take care of business. By the time he showed up, he's the only one who showered. Like, he must have beelined straight to the right. hotel, washed them balls. Everybody else still covered in shit. You know what I mean? He comes walking back a little bit later, and she's she's nowhere to be found. And I said, Umberto, I'm like, you take care of biz or whatever? He goes, no, it sounds like you passed them passed off on somebody else. <laughs> but they were sitting there they're talking about catching monkeypox. And I'm like, buddy, that's the least of your fucking worries going down that avenue. Like, right? you have no clue where that thing was sleeping last night. No, I was thinking about that story, and I'm like, well, then I was like, you know, Maybe they could just start their own legit business or foundation. You know, these ladies of the night and just call it Coochies for Cash. Coochies for Cash. <laughs> Fire so, it up. I'll tell you about these guys. All right. I, I are we gonna are we gonna steer away from the ladies of the night? Because I have some other thoughts. No, no. Okay. They they were they my boys were ladies of the night last night, and they do this all the time. It blows my fucking mind. So I left about seven. Start heading home, and I'm like, oh, fuck, man, a couple, couple too many. And before I left, they're like, come on, let's go get dinner. Get you right and send you home. We're going to go to uh, Mi Familia. I was like, where's that? It's on Wisconsin. I'm like, that's the opposite <laughs> fucking direction of where I'm going. Right. And this is the old man Rafa telling me, he's like, no, come on, we'll go get you some food, get you right, send you home. No. I'm not going for it. So the motherfuckers went to Mi Familia and then closed down Big Al's. <laughs> Jesus. And we started working at 5.30 this morning. Good not Lord. one of them fucking went to sleep last night. And they worked eight hours today. And I'm like, no coca, no, no. 
<laughs> it blows my. Some of these guys are fifty six years old. When I was twenty, twenty five, sure, I could I couldn't do it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I I probably could show up. <laughs> right, you ain't fucking getting much out of me. But they probably showed up business as usual, right? Oh fuck, man. Some of these cats, legit, man. The hardest working motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. And like I said, no bitching. They just do it. That's just cr- so. Do they do this shit on the regular? But I I don't know. They ain't send no money home. I tell you that right now. <laughs> it's all getting spent at Big Al's. Jesus. They got two dollar crown night on Tuesday. Really at Big Al's? Crown down. Crown down. That's what it says. I was like, <laughs> fuck. That's dangerous. There's apparently a bar out in Travoli. Um, somebody at work was telling me about today that has $1 domestics on Sunday. Brown Jug? Yes. Yeah. $1 it's a cool domestics. place. You Is should it? go check it out sometime. I was like, that's pretty sweet, man. Um, so I was thinking about this when it comes to the your the street workers. The hardworking women of the night. Coochies for cash. Coochies for cash. It is, it's one of the only professions, and I'm going to call it a profession. No, it is. It's It's one of the world's oldest. It's one of the only professions or services where you don't want the provider of said service to be experienced. <laughs> like the more experience they have, the worse, <laughs> like, you what know what mean? I'm saying? Like what do you mean by usually that? anything else, like if it's something else, if you're like, uh, I don't know, uh, no, if you're I... a carpenter and someone tries to hire you and they're like, how many houses have you built? And you're like, I've built 100 houses. You're like, okay. Carpenter number two, how many houses have you built? I've built 20 houses. You're like, meh, I'm going to go with my guy that's built 100 houses. No, no, okay. no. So when it comes to We're ladies. prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I think I want the, the grizzled veteran. <laughs> Are you sure, though? You said earlier, a properly placed pinky can change the entire setting. I think I want the... No, we're we're talking, you know, fairly I mean, they're higher more, end. I, I, well, I, that's... Just saying, like, I, I, I don't think uh, they're I'm, more like used cars. I don't think I'm <laughs> scheming any prostitutes off the blacktop in East Peoria, <laughs> Illinois. I hope I'm never scheming any prostitutes, but I hope I'm never. In that I'm not situation. saying I'm above it by any means. And we've had this talk before. People that do sex work, that's awesome. That's great. If you can find a way to make money with your <laughs> any God given talents you have, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I. But if you're doing it to facilitate other things, eh. right. I think capitalism is fantastic. I think you should go make as much money as you can make doing whatever it is you can do that's going to pay you. I don't know if you're in on that one, but when I was talking about that uh, Midwest Emma or whatever, started that OnlyFans, I still, every time I scroll through and I see her TikToks, I fucking love it, man. She says my million dollar pussy more times than I can repeat. <laughs> and I just love it. Every time I say that's awesome. Oh yeah, because she's not she's just owning it, which is cool, man. Like Fuck yeah. That's the that's the same guy that flipped you off in that car this morning. This afternoon. Whatever. This afternoon. But then, like I said, that pussy wouldn't even look me in the eye. That million dollar pussy wouldn't even look <laughs> you in the eye. Seriously though, you would choose the leathery 
disease riddled <laughs> disease riddled are you kidding I, me i was thinking about it this morning think, though After think of that, julia like, roberts think of julia roberts okay she was not new to the game in that movie she's a wily veteran i guess we're just thinking of different uh i'm, I'm different not, worlds i'm not talking a 10 dollar blowjob if like you, you're you, talking like if vegas you, escort Yes, fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the chick that's turning tricks on the fucking trail behind the Super 8 in no, East no, Peoria. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking like the heels stay on, <laughs> not the You're talking like house Deuce Bigelow, off. Deuce Bigelow yes, class. Yes, I. But in the, when you talk about it like that, I guess, sure. But one, one let's thing, just talk about your run-of-the-mill. Let's talk about the everyman's prostitute. I'm not talking about the big money one, because like, let's be honest, not, not even big money. I'm well, I'm gonna be, yeah. a, I'm gonna be a little more picky. I'm not. It's talk- no different than sitting at the strip club. You throwing dollars out to everybody. Be honest. I if you're sitting on tip row, are you throwing dollars out to everybody? If you're sitting on tip row, you better be throwing dollars out to everybody. If you ain't one of, the, if you don't want to throw a dollar out, the then get up. your ass out I'm of getting there. Getting up and heading. I thought yes. I might be heading to the satellite. I don't know, but I'm I'm gonna be a little picky. For sure, I'm gonna be picky. You kidding me? I'm not just taking the first prostitute I see. But I'm saying that I, I feel I feel really good about myself that I said prostitute like three or four times, and whore <laughs> has not come out of my mouth once. If I've been I've been trying to be nice about this, I feel like it is what's it's like They're the not only love, the only profession the in the world where um, it's it may be a detriment to your success to have more experience. I would even say on their end, though, you wouldn't accept every Tom, Dick, and Harry. You know what I mean? I they probably do. Yeah, but I'm you, saying we're not like talking about you, we're not talking about high class here, buddy. Like I'm saying, like you're talking, you're, I'm talking the Greg Maddox of prostitutes. I'm you're not, talking Bob Howry. I'm talking just about taking anything he can see. I, I'm I'm talking about the blue collared prostitute. Oh, rough hands. So hand jobs out the window, <laughs> blow job. Probably got summer teeth. Some are here, some are there. So that more or less out the window. But if she don't brush your teeth, I know she ain't washing that thing. Then I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm not a part of this transaction that's anymore. But my that's my point is that because if if I'm just gonna pay you for me to jerk off on you, fuck, I'll go home and do that to myself. <laughs> I sure as fuck ain't paying you for it. So let me let, let's say this. You gotta let me, have let me some... paint a picture. Okay, please. Okay? Please, I love this. Create a scenario. You have whoever this young troubled woman who was walking down the trail. Um, and Now listen, I'm, I'm going to come out and I'm just... I, I love the picture. We're going to get back to this picture. My dick has been in some really weird places. Okay? It wouldn't... This is one road it would not have traveled. Okay, but let me... Let me so... You have that uh, person there in the red corner, okay? (laughs) And in the blue corner. Do you have to come out and touch gloves? In the blue corner is uh, you're out at the bar and some good-looking, normal, well-kept young lady comes up to you and, and like, you get having a conversation. And you're thinking, like, maybe, like, she's into you. And the conversation turns into, like, hey, like, Shit's pretty rough for me right now. I'm trying to make a few bucks. 
I'll do whatever you want for this amount of money. I've never done this before. It's like she's new to the game, okay? That's what I'm saying. Like, she, you don't know what her she, – she may not be have all the, the tricks in her bag, all right? But I got to think that, like, you would choose that over whatever that thing was. Uh, how, you know, how much? How much? I would, you would take that over Cal Ripken, the Iron Man that's walking down the trail that has never missed a game. I'd fuck Billy Ripken. Are you kidding me? <laughs> how, how much money for the one? Does it matter? It does. Same. It's equal. There was a good comedian. I can't remember his. I can't remember his name, but he had a very similar scenario, you know. And it's like for fifty bucks, I'll do whatever you want. Like I brought that bitch home, had her paint my house. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, he passed on it too. No. Uh, People, people that frequent prostitutes, like, I kind of feel bad for them a little bit. But yet at the same time, I feel like that's where a lot of the serial killers come from. You know what I mean? I feel like you even feel that way. What do you mean? Like, some of these prostitutes are, like, less than. You're good. You have, like, a hair or something. The last thing I wanted was that hair to work its way. Oh, God, if it had been in my mouth, it'd been over. End this thing. (laughs) Burn it down. You know, but uh, less than dead. Isn't that what they said about most of us? You know, it's like people that nobody would miss. And that's unfortunate. You know, but a lot of them, you know, I think we are talking or run of the mill, the higher ends. I don't, you know, the people that's, who treat it as a yeah, business. I'm not, I, I think that's few and far between. I'm not talking that's about your corporate prostitutes. That's not what I'm talking about. What? Julia Roberts. Right. I'm a fuck girl. And Boots are staying. And Richard Gere didn't know what to do with that thing. I'll tell you that right now. When I, so I went to Vegas with a couple of buddies right after I turned 21. So we're talking 15 years ago. And. At the time, I maybe it's still the same, but you walk up and down the strip, and there's all these there's people out there, and they got like these fucking cards, and they're always like flapping them and just handing them out as you walk like by. Cards, it's like though, a baseball yeah. card with a beautiful naked woman on it and a phone number, and they're stuck in the fences. I mean, they're everywhere. They're on the fucking ground, uh, everywhere. And, you know, just chick, naked chick, and a phone number. Love it. Love everything okay. about it. I should change and my so business. We got we got kind of drunk one night and we decided to call well we, we we had we had stacks of these cards. Okay, we were collecting them. Did you guys and, flip through? I mean, we had stacks. Oh, pick? we and then we're like we're flipping through and we're like Yeah. And so, so you but our one. thing was is like we were going to call cuz we're like are we going to get <laughs> the chick on the card? <laughs> and I can't remember how much we were asking for or how much it was. Was there a service I don't even remember. Show up? But it was like, are we going to get the chick on the card or is this just going to be some random fucking person type of thing? And I, I can't remember who one of my buddies called. It might have been Logue, actually. He was the one that called. And I don't know if they ever gave an answer because we were like, well, what if we do? Because it was, it, I remember being like surprised at how inexpensive it was. Like, it was like, I mean, maybe it was like 100 bucks an hour, but like, so like they for never, three of us, whatever. Like, we only need 15 minutes. Like,. <laughs> They never it, showed, though. Well, no, it never got to that point because we were being ridiculous. But uh, 
But we were worried, like, about if we committed and it showed up and it was not as advertised. I is do. there any backing out or That's what whatever? I'm like, like, just like the repairman. And I imagine up. they probably don't show up alone. So, you know, that's the last thing I wanted to be is, you know, one of these bodies they're finding at the bottom of Lake Mead. I'm not fucking you, buddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Just, that's what I'm saying. Throw him a couple bills and be like, hey, sorry. Sorry. Pass. I think it was the guy next door. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's just there's these cards all over the so place. So what you do is you would give him the room next door or across the hall. Yeah. Because that's and what they wanted. Like, where are you staying? What's your room number? Exactly. You give him down the hall and you check and see. And you're like, ooh, that is that sweet little Asian lady. Come on down. <laughs> oh, wrong room. Mistake. <laughs> see what happens who knows right and i couldn't remember if you had to like pay up front i imagine you probably do but then again it's not it's advertised as an escort service now i mean but we all know what that means yeah you guys are gonna come over and watch escort my children down That's your throat your face <laughs> <laughs> blow my dice oh so, so yes yes i hope dmt ayahuasca so yeah speaking done, of I've done one. I've altered, never done the other. Speaking of altered uh, states of reality, as we've kind of teetered on, I've been hearing a lot of stuff lately. I've stumbled across a bunch of stuff on TikTok and things, and I listen to Joe Rogan a decent amount. And you know, he's talks about DMT a lot and his experiences, and he's had a couple of different uh, people on that talk about it. And uh, apparently, like, there's a story like Aaron Rodgers, like last off season, went down like Costa Rica or somewhere did ayahuasca and all this shit. And like, it's just sort of fascinating to me. Like, because when you hear people talk about it, who have experienced it, it, it seems like it is definitely, it's, there's more to it than it's just some have, have, trip. Have, I have not. Have you heard of the immediate side effects? No. That you basically will puke and shit your pants almost immediately. Seriously. Swear to God. Like no like every time everyone does it, brings, they puke and shake their pants. Brings the demons out of you, yes. Like which one? DMT? I, ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah, because they, they usually make like a tea taste horrible. And yes, you immediately vacate every, once once your trip starts, you immediately vacate everything inside your body. Jesus. But that's not heard that's that. when the journey begins. Right. Which, what good journey no, begins? What good journey does begin that way? I've had some good journeys that have ended that way. Well, just getting a head start. But when you hear about this, though, and people's experiences, it, it, it I think it opens the door to considering if the, is there more to it, like. Does does whatever this you know? Are you accessing some alternate reality, like legitimately, um, or some alternate dimension? Do Do you know where that dimension is? It's inside you, right? It's It's in your brain. It's there. We 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 use a very small percentage of our brain, right? And we've kind of Edward Casey in the early twenties and thirties. He always talked about the Akashic record, and that's just. That's out there. That's knowledge that's always been here. Just very few have the means to tap into it. And people with DMT, they always talk about helpers. There's beings there that kind of guide you while you're on this, right. while you're in the spirit world. And 
it's uh oh what am I gonna say? Like your body naturally produces DMT. So it, it's a it's something that your your body's already producing. I'm, obviously I'm assuming you're introducing a higher dose. I don't know much about it. I really don't. I don't know how you even if you smoke it or so what DMT I took a synthetic form of it when we were in high school. So it's not the you know, was not the real deal, but it turned out to be a pretty, it was a weird, weird fucking night. Yeah. That's, See, that's, that's when Andy and Dunn disappeared. Oh, I gotcha. And then up in Lincoln, I was so fucking high and they're like, we're going to go for a ride. And I'm like, I'm fucking not going anywhere. Now, I, see, I felt like I was watching a television show of like everything around me. You know what I mean? It's like you weren't there. It's like you're almost like a astral projection kind of thing. Like you're sitting in the corner watching yeah. yourself, watching everybody else. It was it was very strange. And see, anything I've heard though is like you completely leave reality entirely and like go to a different place. Like but it's not like for an extended time. It's very brief. Ten, twenty minutes. Yeah, see But you're gone. Like you are not We we took a powder form. Yeah. We ate it, we didn't snort it. You know. And like I said, it was more of a synthetic, you know, it was not the real deal. Right. You know what I mean? But it fucking, it got you, it was probably one of the weirdest experiences I've ever had. I can imagine. I've had some bad. Right. Or at least a bad trip, you know, but this one, it was different. It was not the same. The anxiety was not there. Right. Well, that's just, it's, it, like I said, I'm so fascinated by it because you wonder if, like, and people talk about that, like, it, it kind of, like, you feel like, they feel like they learn some sort of lesson from yeah. it. Like, they come back with some sort of greater knowledge about different things than they had prior. It's those, like whatever. Those, those they, people a lot of take them, too much. Well, a lot of them, they talk about, there's like, I guess a common thing is there's some sort of, like, a, He's like jesters, a lot so of them. said the helpers, yeah. and but it's like that. I've heard people say that it's almost they're trying to like teach you something, or whatever. I mean, it's just really interesting. Like I said, it's fascinating to me. And I mean, I guess if you talk about you know maybe some less lesser psychedelics, you know, getting the oh, shrooms, they're, they're and, not lesser. Or shrooms, whatever else. Shrooms are delicious. Peyote, they will put you all in the same place. Acid, though, bad. LSD, bad news bears. Right. Stay away from it. Everything else, it's here. It's here for a reason. Yeah, I, I think I'd be more inclined to try something that's a little more natural than um, than something that's a science experiment, you know, like chemically engineered by someone that you're trusting that yeah, it's like not going to fry your brain. Mushrooms, I've never had a bad... Never had a bad experience. And I think now they're even showing that, you know, like microdosing uh, mushrooms kind of resets your brain. You know what I mean? So that's interesting. It's, I, I think it taps into receptors that you just don't use, obviously. Right. Yeah. Like that's one I've definitely always been kind of fascinated by, just in general. Um, you know, it's been a while since I've, talk to anybody about it or heard any crazy experiences but just it just seems 
Like I said, fascinating. Like I've said like 10 times. But I, I also feel like uh, people go off the deep end with, just like they do with anything else, you know. And you get so far spun out, you're never coming back. Well, that's like you know what I mean? Rogan. I was listening to, I think his most recent episode is with a guy who is a psychologist, this and this, like very into like, he's done like official studies on uh, psychedelics. Um, he's used many psychedelics and, you know, they were talking about like Rogan's like, have you ever known anyone that's, you know, kind of blown a fuse, you know, that like, they're not the same, like as they were before and they've overdone it. And they were both like, Oh, definitely. <laughs> like, you know, know some people that, you know, they left and they still haven't come back. With, uh, with acid, there was a guy we went to high school. Yeah. I, I watched him. You know, he got spun out, and he never been the same. That's not a that's not a good place to be. Oh, I can't imagine. There was they were telling some story about a guy that, um, and I don't know what what psychedelic it was, but there was apparently some dude, and it might have even been part of an experiment or study that he was tripping for like, like he was gone for like two weeks. Like it was like, it wasn't like a day or whatever. It was like two weeks. He was out in La La land. The government, they, they have, there's, you know, ideas that there's not ideas. I mean, they fucking tested the effects of LSD on people for a very long time. Yeah. And they put the MK ultra shit and all that. They put some wild, doses and some people you know what i mean like a little strip gets you where you want to be but they're doubling tripling that up and just to see the effects on the human brain on guinea guinea pigs yeah know. but i just thought it was uh timothy leary i'm pretty sure he was the first one to you know chemically you know he basically created the compound of LSD. Oh, really? What's the difference? Because I don't know. What's the difference between LSD and acid? It's the same thing. It's just a different name for it. Okay. And basically, I mean, it's the strychnine in it. You know, rat poison. That's what gives you the high. It swells your brain stem, and it bleeds a little bit. That blood is what gives you the hallucinations. God, that sounds fucking... Whereas the mushrooms, the DMT, the ayahuasca, I think they, like I said, they open up certain receptors, you know. Right. That give you that same effect. Yeah. But there's, I mean, in LSD, there's it's poison. You know what I mean? That's where you're getting the... One peyote. Peyote's another natural substance as well, yeah. right? And that's what you see in uh, all, all young guns, right? They drink some peyote tea and... Exactly. Uh, we're in the spirit world, asshole. And they're all different. You know, DMT, ayahuasca, peyote, mushrooms, they've always been used for, like, spiritual, you know. That's, right. That was more or less like the indigenous, uh, that was their religion kind of deal. That was the time away to kind of find yourself. And Well, they even say that, you know, if you, you know people who do this stuff um, on a 
level, I don't know, in a controlled environment, you know, you hear story over there always like, like Aaron Rodgers story was like, you know, it was, you know, he's with some shaman and all this stuff. And like Joe Rogan, I think he talks about, you know, anytime he's at DMT, like it's with a shaman and all this mm-hmm. shit like that, you yeah, know, it's, it's a spiritual journey. Right. I mean, <clears throat> and being with someone who knows what the fuck is going on, I think is a better place to be. Oh, I'm sure. Because I tell you what, there's nothing worse than being that guy and everybody else isn't. <laughs> I can't imagine. fucks you up real fast. I mean, depending on what you're on. Right. You know what I mean? But Oh, I I can't imagine. And Gosh, I feel like... In the, the dosage. Right. Just... Well, I guess so. I've told you there's a there's a podcast that I listen to regularly. It's called the Sean Ryan Show. He's a, a Navy SEAL vet, interviews a lot of other uh, special forces operators and things like that. And I have I fell asleep listening to it recently, but he he had a guy on who talked about it who started basically a facility for this specifically for veterans, but they're to the point where they're using psychedelics to treat like PTSD and shit like that. And, uh, you know, he went and did this and was, like, talking about his experience. And, like, I, I didn't even get up to the point. Where, and I don't even know if it was DMT. I think it was DMT, maybe. Um, but it was, I only got Scylla, up to, It was psilocybin. Guaranteed. I only got up to the point where he goes to the place, which he said was basically just, like, a normal, like, house. But, um, that you know, they really encourage you to kind of, like, well, you know. a lot of people, it'll be just like anything else. They don't trust, they want you to trust the science and everything else. They don't trust this. Right. Although the government's been testing it on people for years and right. years and years. I, for some reason, I want to say it was DMT because he's like, you know, the first, it was there for a few days and like the, but like the first day, you know, he's like, you just kind of get acclimated. They get you set up in a room and you're going to stay in and like you, you watch some videos about like, information about like dmt and how it works and all this stuff uh, i don't know if it's dmt or ayahuasca but one of the two is pretty it's pretty hard to get like right. south america's you know the amazon rainforest is one of the most concentrated places to find it but i think it's uh it's not as uh prevalent as well, I gotta think so like I if you only imagine DMT is something that like you your body makes it like yeah where else where do you find it so I, I curious I have to do some research. I'm I'm a big you know like cancer. There's a cure. Oh, for sure. For every like, dude like yin the and yang, big pharma is a as a the biggest fucking scam going on for sure. I mean no, I agree that I I, f- I feel like for every ailment in the world naturally there's a cure you know what i mean the uh, just, a healthy population is not a profitable population no you know especially, what i mean i mean right here in the good old us of a yeah i mean healthcare is big business here i mean the number one employer now in our area is are the hospitals we we've talked about it like food wise in the United States, there's a lot of shit that flies that in other countries, it's not even fucking allowed. You know, different dyes and shit like that. Additives. Don't get them over right. there. Yeah, it, it really, I mean, I, I think they maybe rely on the fact that people are just uneducated. 
Um, like that fucking pussy that cut you off today. <laughs> Obviously uneducated on how to drive properly, yes. Probably a vegan, though. He looked like a vegan. He's definitely a vegan. 100%. What a uh, vegan. What trail do you think he's sucking dick on right now? Probably out by Dunlap. Depending on where you're coming from. I don't know. He was the Rock Island Trail. Isn't that what it is out there? Yeah. Maybe so. But hey, he was heading down. For, I mean, I don't know. Where was he heading I left down? Him, I left him in the dust, but in he was heading south. Uh, he might have been heading down to hang out with your buddies down by the museum. Turning tricks. Gotta do what you gotta do. Dirty Mike and the boys. Thanks <laughs> for the fuck shack. Or uh, cricket. Yeah. It'll, <laughs> cost, you a whole, it'll cost you a whole six if you're going to finish up inside me. <sighs> Which, that's a good policy, I would say. That's such a good show. That's definitely one of my we've, favorite. We've gone away from it. I haven't, I haven't watched, watched it in a while, no. Seasons. It's but it's such a good show. But it's one of those shows I've got to be in the right sort of frame of mind. To be high on ayahuasca. To to enjoy it. But it's a great show. I think The Office. I really like The Office, too. Ugh. No? Oh, maybe. I've, I don't think I've ever watched an entire episode. I've watched bits and pieces because they always... Right. Tell the Parks and Rec, no, nothing about it. See, now, I've never watched a single episode of Parks and Rec, but I've watched a million Ron Swanson cut-ups. It's just hilarious. I know. They're great. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know who you're talking about. He's the... I know, the mustache. Yeah. I know all but about he, it. But he, it's like, like, there's the, and this isn't like the best one, but he goes to a restaurant and orders, I think he orders a steak, and they're like, we don't have a steak. And he's like, oh, he's disappointed. He goes, bring me all of the bacon and eggs that you have. And the waitress goes to walk away, and he goes, wait. I'm afraid that what you heard is bring me a lot of bacon and eggs. But what I mean is, bring me all of the bacon and eggs that you have. <laughs> like, I, he's just like this, like, sarcastic dry humored like red-blooded american like through and through yeah. and i've never uh, he, okay I've so never so there's an episode where i think he has an ex-wife and i've seen a clip of this i think he has an ex-wife Definitely and he's got this weird american he's he's a very like kind of buttoned up guy but he's got this weird like alter ego sort of and like this like toxic ex and Somehow they like have this crazy like weekend where they 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 kind of get back together and they go out and he fucking comes back and his hair's cut and his mustache yes, is yes. missing right here and like the whole thing is is like it is gone from him fucking chowing down too much or that he's <laughs> he's worn the hair off of his upper lip <laughs> from giving too many mustache rides. I'm his biggest <laughs> fan now. Oh, dude, it's it's fantastic. Like he had the reverse floor uh, mustache. Yes, and it was it. like like I said, the whole deal was it was it was from friction. He just wore <laughs> the rug off. <laughs> I love it. I'm his uh, biggest fan now. You, you got. I'm serious. If you watch these Between clips, the bacon like, and eggs, 
And he rubbed his lip sweater off uh, from giving service. It's then that's just scratching the scratching the surface. There's you said so you've much. Never watched the show. No, I all I've watched is Ron Swanson cut ups. Just that's t- all you need to TikTok. watch. Like the rest, no, not even that. Just YouTube it, whatever. The rest of the show is probably worthless, honestly. Because I will tell you that blonde from Saturday Night Live, I can't stand her. I can't stand her voice. I hate even looking at her. Amy Poehler or whatever. Oh my god, yeah. she's awful. When we're done with this, we're gonna we're gonna fucking pull up the old YouTube machine on the TV. Ronnie there Swanson, watch Ron Swanson cut up. I want to watch him wear that mustache <laughs> down. Fuck it, it's live in concert. So good, I love it. I love it very much. I don't know, man. It might be a good time to uh, to wrap it up, toast it up, and hit the road. What do you think? Yeah, start wearing her down. Yeah. Who we, who we I was getting ready tonight. to ask. How about that fucking pussy that doesn't know how to drive? That's right. Or Jeep people. No, we're fucking that pussy. <laughs> all right, everybody. Here's to those that wish us well. All the rest can go to hell. Fuck you. Pussy. Million dollar pussy. I'll never cut you off again, I guarantee you. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. 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 I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't wanna fuck with me. I got the police fussing at me. But they can't do nothing to a G. Wow, 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 he's a very nice.